0: In my experience, conversations are best had with a glass of whiskey. Join me, Alan Kogan, as I engage in meaningful discussions while enjoying a glass of my favorite spirit. Welcome to the Kogan Conversation.
1: All right. This
0: is going (laughs) to work. So this is how we're doing it.
1: Thanks for your patience,
0: everybody. Yeah. Uh, This is fun. Okay. Um, So we're going to talk a little loud just so the phone picks us up. I'm sure it's going to be probably lower audio quality. Quality. Uh, this is solely on my iPhone, um, just because we were having issues with, I think my, my laptop doesn't have as much computing power as Grant's desktop, where he usually does it remote. Yeah. So,
1: so it's a learning experience, but, um, yeah, OBS was giving us crap. So we're back live and we'll make sure to edit all that beginning stuff out later and add the intro and everything you guys normally love. But now this is what you have to settle for. And you know what? After this week. Um, I think this is fitting.
0: (laughs) If this is, yeah, if Wednesday was any, uh, telltale sign of how things were to go for the rest of the week, I mean, if this is the least of our worries with, with doing a live stream, I think we're fine. Um, that being said, we're going to just jump into it because a lot of shit's happening right now. Uh, Grant's monitoring the comment section. He's making sure everything's good. We're only
1: on Facebook right now. There's no YouTube stream going at all.
0: Yeah. And I, I, there's no way to tell anybody other than. If you're here, you know, so um, I I know a lot of people that I've talked to also watch this after it's been live and rewatch it. We'll, we'll upload it to YouTube. We'll, we'll upload it to uh, Spotify and all the stuff that we normally do, but live right now here on Facebook, uh, if you can go in the comments and say, Hey, let us know. You can hear us and see us and the frame is decent enough. I would appreciate it.
1: And if you weren't there for the, uh, the other failed streams just before this, look, I'm here in person.
0: Yeah, Grant Brown is here in Virginia with me. Uh, first of all, cheers, my friend. Cheers. Thanks for, uh, so much. this
1: Nelson Greenbrier
0: is fucking delicious. Yeah, we're enjoying some, uh, Nelson's Greenbrier Tennessee whiskey, uh, only available in Tennessee. I've been waiting so long to try this. Yeah. Really good. So anyway, I'm glad to have him out here, uh, for the first live, live stream, the live live stream.
1: Yeah.
0: In, in person live stream. Yeah. Um, and of course, it doesn't go perfectly. So, uh, Obviously, Wednesday was a chaotic day. Uh, this week has been kind of chaotic. Uh, news have been pouring in just before we hopped on this live stream about all the things happening. Uh, just before we started, Donald Trump has been permanently banned from Twitter. Uh, Twitter cites further uh, fear of him inciting more violence. Although I do think that time has passed, I think he's just going to be an idiot and bombastic. I don't think he, I think he's, now that he's conceded, I think the temperature is going to cool off a little bit. Um, but it's, it's Trump. So who knows?
1: And this is on the heels of him already getting banned off of Facebook.
0: Yeah, he's been banned. He was banned. I think it was banned for, uh, like indefinitely. Uh, but I don't think it was like a permanent ban. I think Mark Zuckerberg still left the door open for him to return after, uh, after the inauguration, after he was no longer president. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's going to remain indefinite. Twitter permanently banned them. Uh, now there's stuff too now with uh, Parler, which is like commonly known as Republican Facebook. Um, it tries yeah, to allow Republican you... Republican Twitter basically. Yeah, right it's, it's a really horrible interface, user uh, interface.
1: Yeah, but It's built as like the, the free speech tech platform basically. But uh, Yeah, they pride
0: themselves on not censoring anything. Uh, you can go in there and post whatever the hell you want um and uh, i think that's both good and bad i don't know i, I think there's a bigger conversation that be had about censorship and whose job it is to do all that stuff um but apple just announced that they are giving parlor 24 hours uh to change their user agreement and uh, policies and make it so that parlor is more so like facebook because i guess apple is a fan of how facebook has been mo- uh, monitoring and doing things so the larger m- implication here is is it okay to ban the sitting president uh, from Twitter, from a social media platform. And what what constitutes a social media platform to ban or not ban or censor or not censor or fact check or not fact check things that are being posted on their platform? I think the interesting conversation to have is the fact that Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff, they're all private companies. They're run by private people, but the problem is it's almost monopolized. They are the only ones doing it. So if Facebook is the only real like town hall for all of us to go on and communicate with each other and see what the president's saying see what pelosi's saying see what schumer's saying or whatever mcconnell's saying uh we should have access to that but it's not it's not the government's job to technically to come in and, and tell private businesses what to do however there is a point when you know I mean, our it D- becomes a, a
1: public resource when you're dictating policy and, and yeah updating your constituency Right. Strictly through Twitter,
0: you know. I, I, do, so. I do wonder, I mean, personally, just from a principal standpoint, I don't, I don't want any censorship. I don't think anybody should be censored or banned or whatever. I think leave it. I would rather have the public know what's being said uh, and be informed about the, the person uh, and make their own decision and, and choices based on that. If it incites violence, um, you know, I, I think... I think we learned the true colors of that person I, I think there could be an argument to be made about like censorship for actual calls to violence, like getting like creating a Facebook group to go and and murder someone probably should be monitored and, and 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 taken down or something I don't know but that that's the thing is that trump Trump's being taken down off of Twitter because of inciting the the crowds and the craziness that happened on on January sixth and all the events leading up to January sixth yeah that's i
1: mean
0: it's true like yeah'
1: fostering this stuff and egging it on and storm the capital with the bare arms and all this crap and it's like okay that ended very badly. Yeah. And I don't think I've run into anyone who was like, no, okay, it's it's fine. No. Yeah. Nothing really happened. Oh yeah, it was No, this is a coup basically happened in our country, which is uh not an exaggeration. No, that's weird to
0: say. No, it was a it was an actual <laughs> attempted insurrection on the Capitol. I mean, it was a, a successful for about an hour insurrection on the Capitol. Capitol police were unable to do anything, um, and I think they made a tactical choice. If, if you have a, a group of thousand, a thousand Trump supporters rushing the Capitol, you know, one shot was fired, and that, and that woman eventually did die. She was an Air Force vet, um, but you know. That's like the best case scenario, in my opinion. I I know another Capitol Police officer just passed away because of his injuries. There were other uh, medical emergencies. I think someone had a heart attack or something down that wasn't at the Capitol or it was near the Capitol. Either way, you know, if if the Capitol Police and the Secret Service and National Guard wanted to be there in full force, they would have been. I know the National Guard was told to, to stay at arm's length by the mayor of D.C. It's because they didn't want to have any kind of reason for the... Proud to have more, you know. You kind of have that. Like, is it okay to have more force shown in the beginning? Does that actually create more issues down the road? Was
1: Pence who Finally called them in.
0: I think so because yeah. Trump didn't. I think Pence went over, went, went around Trump. I don't. He, did, he doesn't even have the authority to do that. But I think Pence just kind of made a, a call and said, mm-hmm. "This needs to stop." Yeah. Because um, Trump and the the DoD initially turned down their request for the National Guard when the, when it first happened. Um, and. I don't, I, you know. So this this is an interesting time because now now we have lots of fallout from former Trump supporters who are in the GOP, who I all ha, always have labeled as fake conservatives. Uh, Ron Johnson, Lindsey Graham, oh god, even Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz has been uh, basically sucking trump's dick for the last four years because one he lost and he wanted to maintain his relevancy and his power he wants to run again so he, he wants, wants to run again to
1: get those sweet trump fans side yep. to side Yep. Um, he wants to be known as the because he was
0: originally under the the wing of the tea party uh and claim to fame was that he was uh an outsider from texas coming in and changed stuff and He's been pretty effective and influential on, on social and, and all, all his, his podcasts. He does stuff with Michael Knowles at Daily Wire. But all of them, they were all shilling for Trump. And it took, finally, the thing that we've always known about Trump, that Trump's just not a good guy, finally came to a, a horrible, violent manifestation at the Capitol building. And it took that act for all of these senators and, and, and people in Trump's cabinet and whatever to finally say enough's enough and they're resigning, they're withdrawing, they're publicly breaking up with Trump like McConnell did, uh, Lindsey Graham did. Lindsey Graham called for unity and, and I know Joe Biden, he's a friend of mine. It's like, where, shut up. Yeah. I, I am not a fan of Joe Biden. I am not excited for his presidency. I think there's gonna be a lot of problems that come out of his policies. However, there's no question in my mind that when it comes to character, and when it comes to just the temperature level in Washington and the, the country as a whole, I'm fairly certain Joe Biden would never go to the lengths that Trump did to rally people around a conspiracy theory and just go through the fences of the Capitol and enter the chambers and, and tear down uh, stuff off the walls. I think there was a report that uh, was Elijah Cummings, uh, his... The recently passed away civil war a uh, civil war wow um recently passed away civil rights activist he he was on the, in the house and he had like a memorial and that was torn off the walls by trump supporters you know I, this this is the baddest look for trump supporters unfortunately if you part of you are part of the mega crowd if you have done nothing but support this president at every length. If you have withheld your criticisms because you don't want to give oxygen to the other side, you are a part of the problem. And that goes for both sides. You need to be able to criticize bad ideas, criticize bad things, criticize bad rhetoric. And now is your time to do it.
1: Yeah, no, the hypocrisy is really showing at this point. It's like you can criticize all the shit that happened over the last summer with everyone on the left and all this shit going down in like Portland and in D.C., but then when it comes to them, they're doing the same shit, and they're, they're I mean, like, actual people in uniform got hurt. Yes. Getting killed. Yes. These are people you should be supporting.
0: Right. And you have to, yeah. This is not good. Not, not good. No. <laughs> no, no very, very, very bad. So anyway, we, we saw probably the, the darkest moment in our country's history on Wednesday. And prior to that, I mean, I can't think of anything other than an Oklahoma City bombing. Or Waco, or but that was the government against. Well, Oklahoma City bombing was a uh, retaliation for Waco. Yeah. But that was domestic terrorism, and then the ATF in Waco was a pretty dark day where the government was way overstepping their bounds. Even though David Koresh has a lot of issues, and that should have been taken care of in a different way. Before, but other than that, as far as large scale event that changed the course of of, of, of how we deal with things, nine eleven comes to mind, um, yeah. and before that, the Civil War. And I think we're trying real hard to keep our cultural balance and uh, positivity within all the social media shit that's going on right now at a level where we aren't going to a civil war. But I think right now there's a lot of opportunists who just want to go and do shit and take selfies and be on Instagram. I mean, the guy at the Capitol who was wearing a wolf suit. I mean, is he a true Trump supporter who actually cares about policy or is he just there to screw around? And it's it's almost like you're a contrarian if you support the mega movement. Um you know that's not good that's not a good place for our politics to be in and the fact that uh, republicans who formerly were moderate republicans who had worked with people like joe biden in the past uh the fact that they had given oxygen to this trump populism movement that has not helped our political conversation whatsoever um they're part of this is all on them it's all on them for not seeing the writing on the wall and and, and calling trump what he is and I mean, he's a wannabe dictator. He 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 likes the idea of having full control, and I, uh, you know, I've been very clear about criticizing both sides because I think both sides need to be criticized, and, and that's a, a pretty good form of support, in my opinion. It holds people accountable. But then you have this, and this is like the most show of true color. And I can't if you if you still support this, I'm sorry. You're in a cult.
1: Tan says, as Robert Marley would call him, Buffalo Soldier.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo, that's a good, that exactly. So, um, I want to ask you though, Brian, what do you what do you think? What do you think about banning people on Twitter though? Because this this is this is the implication now. Twitter's been
1: it's been fucked for years now. They, they've they've so, like okay, I, I'm actually shocked it took this long. Yeah. to ban Trump and the fact that he is our still our sitting president and the fact that he did just get banned off of the largest social media network, two of the largest social media networks, um, is pretty insane um completely unprecedented. Um I, I just more evidence that we're in the simulation right now and <laughs> nothing nothing's actually right. You're right. Um I I'm not a fan of, of banning any kind of I mean he wasn't citing this shit though. Like I mean inciting violence is one thing or you know talking about uh, saying some kind of like controversial opinion on like transgenderism gets you banned. That's ridiculous. That shouldn't be happening.
0: Yeah. Like if 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 someone has a hot take that like is either insensitive or intolerant or, you know, whatever, that's one thing. But if you're actually calling to action or creating a space in which your rhetoric consistently builds up to a certain action and you know it and you can watch it happen and still not shut up about it, that's different. If like online bullying is real, obviously that's horrible, but it's it's not equivalent to building and an amassing a massive cult around your conspiracy beliefs that you lost or that that Joe Biden stole the election from you and therefore you have to take charge and I saw so many fake conservatives online who who are who say they're part of the GOP the Trump movement the real new Republican Party which first of all that's another whole rabbit hole of scary yeah um, but. That they were they were saying that uh, this is the last chance to fight and save for our freedoms. That is, I'm sorry, I, I have problems with Joe Biden. I don't think that he's going to be perfect at all. But like, come on, he's not going to like come in here and like take away your liberty. It, 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 there's, I think there's policies that are going to go in certain directions and not be good, but not be bad. But again, the president is elected every four years, so there's not going to be that much damage done, and there's not going to definitely be as much damage as what just happened in the Capitol. Yeah. So. You know, the fact that we have Republicans and, and, and want to be conservatives saying this online, helping to incite the issues, all these pundits and the Candace Owens, the Charlie Kirks, the, you know, the, the Tommy Laren. Tommy I mean, God, you, the hypocr- hypocrisy when it kind of came to the Black Lives Matter movement and, and, the, and the riots and protests and the, and the bad and the good that existed when those were happening. You know, you were against that kind of stuff. And, and now you're like, oh, wait, shit, that's happening now. Yeah. What, where were you? Where have you been for the last four years? You can support Trump's policies and, and, and whatever. That's fine. You can have a conversation and debate about it. But if you're supporting this man and his character still, you have a massive problem. The, the biggest example I saw: I was flying out here, and
1: I was at the Detroit airport, um, and, and obviously it was this past Tuesday. So, like, my entire flight from Detroit was Trump supporters. I <laughs> you know this because they took pic- they took a picture in front of a large Trump banner. And they all had Trump hats on. It was like, okay, they're, they're just Trump people. They're, they're talking about it. I can tell. Yep. Um, but when it came time to them to have to put their mask on to get on the plane, because you have to wear your mask on the plane. It's just like right. required by we flew Delta. So they're like, you're not flying. You don't put the mask on. You have like literal police coming through telling all the Trump supporters, hey, you got to put your mask on. And they were like giving them shit. And it's like so apparent where it's like, oh, it's listen to police. Until it's you. Yeah. Yeah. And now now you're making a fuss about it.
0: It's. I. So this all, of course, started. I mean, obviously, Trump's rhetoric has been terrible from day one. And I would say before day one. Um, I don't think we should really care about his rhetoric as a celebrity because it doesn't really matter. Um, But the minute he decided to get in the political ring and come down the escalator five, six years ago, before the primaries, his mouth went off. And we, we knew who he was. Um, I understand 100% the the feeling that, you know, we, we've we been gypped out of a, a, a good change and, and, and we've been screwed around by Congress, by both parties for the better half of the, the last century. I get it. I get that when you have a populist candidate who comes out and just says things out of his mouth and cuts through bullshit. I get it. It's attractive. I understand why he won. I understand why he's an attractive person to kind of throw a wrench in the system. Um, that being said, though, you still have to have con- some kind of a system, and that system doesn't work if we are inciting insurrections on the Capitol. Um, yeah,
1: I, the thing about them banning them though, like, Twitter's had a bad rep for a while now because clearly they've been constructing their like nice, pristine, very left-wing narrative, and it's like anyone who doesn't agree with them, their very left-leaning policies, they're going to ban very arbitrarily. Yep. this was most apparent when Brett Weinstein had the Articles of Unity
0: yeah that account
1: got banned yes you couldn't share their website yep right before the election for literally no reason inexplicable yep never explained or him getting like his his account getting locked off of Facebook yep. for no reason yep. like oh it was it was a glitch in our system oversight yeah okay yeah no yeah no. I... Um, And so now that I, I actually think it's going to be doing more damaging in the long run. Twitter than anything.
0: It'll be interesting to see what comes out of you know, you start ban there's also a lot of Facebook pages and, and, and Twitter pages that are being taken down, like the the walk away movement, the conservative, the walk away from the Democrats movement. You know, that's a big page that has been pro-Trump and anti-Democrat for the last four years. That's been taken down. Uh, lots of accounts are being suspended. Um, I don't I don't know. I I I feel like you know, if, if, there were, if there were more options, I guess it wouldn't matter. I, I, would, I would almost say that, you know, because Facebook and Twitter are private, I don't want more government action. And I don't think they should come in and, and say that you have to platform someone. But uh, Trump's still president. Um, other stuff like a citizen, banning citizens and, and, and censoring stuff in that realm, I, that's, I think that's a different conversation than banning the sitting president of the United States. Good or bad, I think the public deserves to see what our president's doing and be able to hold him accountable, whether it be supporting impeachment, whether it be supporting the calls for the twenty fifth amendment, whether it be or, or or not you know if if there're you know people his supporters or not who see that maybe maybe he goes on Twitter and starts apologizing I, I not that he will, but I'm just you know he should as a sitting public official have the ability to communicate with the public, I think that's a different conversation. And that changes. That conversation changes once he's out of office on January twentieth at noon. Yeah. Then, then he's a citizen. Big,
1: but there's something about
0: big tech too, because then you just said
1: that like iTunes is is threatening to ban Parler.
0: Yeah. absolutely. It's like yeah. it's like
1: they're like trying. To, I mean, they're clearly not like actual competition for Twitter. Right. But they're trying. It's like something that's like an alternative that a lot of people are flocking to mm-hmm. they are like quote unquote conservative or on the right or all right or whatever this bullshit is. Um, but you can have. Like you can't have that that competition anymore when you have and saying, "Oh, you don't subscribe to our arbitrary fucking terms of service. You have to change your ways yep. to get on our platform." And it's like, "Oh, how about you? How about you say the same shit to TikTok, which is like literal spyware,
0: yeah, from China? Yes, that's been proven. Well, <laughs> and that and that's the thing is it's hypocritical because Apple is very well in, in the depths of China and and and, and a lot of. Apple products are made in China. They make a lot of money from China because of the cheap labor that they have there. And why Apple's not going to ban TikTok because TikTok is one of the most downloaded, I think it's the most downloaded, most uh apps in the last two years. Uh, so, yeah, if they can get away with banning Parler, then that's got a big implication for what's coming down the pipe. I mean, you have Apple and Google, and I think that's it as far as like app services on phones. Yes. No, that's it. I don't know. What does what uh, Huawei use? Do they use Google play? I mean, you can't get Huawei phones in, in America. Anyway, oh, so. so there you go. So you only have Google and Apple and right there. it's like, I, but what do we do? Do we go in and, and bust, bust social media companies up and say that you have like, does, does Facebook have to sell off WhatsApp and Instagram and just be Facebook? Cause you can't, you can't tell Facebook to not exist anymore. And I don't know if I agree with the government coming in and saying that Facebook has to not censor or, or has to platform certain people. But I also don't want government-run media. I don't want the government to create their own version of Facebook so we all have a free place to speak. I think there needs to be a better just principles by private business. If Mark Zuckerberg really believed in communications and, and conversations and, and connecting the world, it, it, that means good and bad, unfortunately. And I, I think that, that I would rather have the bad be shown so that we can see the bad for ourselves and decide for ourselves whether we should, you know, prop it up. But I think you have a lot of people that are just contrarians that want to prop the bat up, and that's a bad problem too. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I had mean, Archie, say that if, if it was a big if he were being held accountable, but he's not. or he Yes, yeah. but I'm
1: assuming he's talking about Trump.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is that, that I think that the biggest people who who could hold Trump accountable for all the shit that he's been doing would be the Republicans who have been supporting him. Obviously, there's a, there are a few top level Republicans who. Uh, resigned from the, the Senate and the House when he first was elected. And there are a few that have been kind of holding the ground and, and criticizing him as, as much as possible, like Ben Sass, who's been pretty good about it. Um, but you have a lot of people, too, like Lindsey Graham, who formerly was like, I mean, fucking ran for president. And Ted Cruz ran for president. Donald Trump called Ted Cruz's wife ugly. And Ted Cruz has been, like, Trump's best friend. Mean, nothing makes sense. So those are the only people, that's the last line of defense in that party to save from save itself from Trump. And I think that's why people like Trump is because he's able to make other people feel like, you know, oh, they can't do anything without Trump's permission or Trump's grace because they'll lose their base. The base loves to hear Trump say shit. And that's a problem. How, do we, how do we fix that? And it it's pretty amazing to see both the Democratic
1: and Republican parties be exposed as horrible, horribly weak, cowardice, totally in bed with each other when it suits them. Yep. It's like it's so apparent to so many people now. I'm like, yeah. Let's I, literal people that I normally disagree with saying, yeah, get rid of the fucking Republican Party. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm on board with that. Same with the Democrats, get fucking rid of
0: them. Yeah, both both the Democrat and Republican Party have been pretending to be either liberal or conservative. Yeah. You know, liberal principles, conservative principles. Both of those principles can sit down at the same table and have a conversation about issues. We can disagree and, and agree about everything, but when it comes to Republicans who are becoming more and more either far right or trumpian or you have democrats who are becoming more and more you know just blindly progressive and not willing to talk about anything when it comes to certain issues you put those two in a room you're going to have issues and it does not it doesn't do any of us good when you have both the progressives and the alt right treating each other as like ultimate evils right that the progressive movement is not evil. It's just, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a response to the far right and they, vice versa. Um, I think evil does exist on each side, of course, but generally, I mean, you, 95% of us are all not that bad. The 5% that are getting the airtime on social media and, and just the mainstream media on TV and the ones who stormed the Capitol and incited violence when it came to the Black Lives Matter movement. 95% of people who are in the Black Lives Matter movement are not bad people. But you have the opportunists who go in and cause a, a fuss and issues. And that's what gets airtime. That's what everyone sees. Same with the Trump movement. Obviously, most people are good. But the problem is Trump brings out the worst in people. And how do we fight that? My answer would be better education and building better people. Yeah. That's a thirty-year fix, and that's uh, that can't be changed tomorrow. But we, we did. We I mean, need
1: short-term solutions,
0: Alan. All <laughs> not only short-term. The short-term solution is to drink whiskey and listen to our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've got
1: a couple comments. Uh, another one, Archie says, "Hey, Lady G actually stood up and said some things. Come on, Lady G. I'm not sure what that is.
0: who's Lady G. Archie. Who's Lady G? Is that me? I'm,
1: I'm is, G.
0: is Grant Lady G?
1: Um, and then <laughs> Lady Gaga. Uh, Rachel said, uh, "Wait, who is that? Oh, yeah, we didn't address the elephant."
0: Oh yeah, I'm shaving. <laughs> yeah. I, I lost. I lost about ten pounds of beard. I apologize if it's been jarring this entire time. <laughs> um, the truth is, I, I I shaved my beard only because when I stormed the Capitol, when I led the movement, I uh, I was bearded, and then I shaved my beard so people couldn't find me. Okay, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> oh, Lindsey Graham. Oh yes, Lindsey Graham finally stepped up. Um, yeah, but what, days after this happened, um, which is frustrating because Lindsey Graham has been somewhat decent prior to Trump. I mean, he's he's been real close friends with John McCain, who I respected greatly. Um, Joe Biden, who, depending on the day, I mean, obviously I, I have my issues with him, but it proved that, you know, he could have that friendship across the aisle and, and get things done. But Trump came in and just proved that Republicans almost have to sign up to be on that base to have any kind of power and that's the problem is that all they want is power i don't know it's 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 frustrating and i i I think the biggest thing too is we have to encourage a look at how does big tech fit into the picture this entire movement that happened over the course of the last four years was because places like facebook and twitter exist you're able to amass a massive movement way more efficiently than you ever could before I and mean, spread, spread mis- misinformation and spread misinformation yeah so the, the, the misinformation campaigns you know what's what's the job there can i send out a meme that says vaccines or cause autism and and be and get away with it obviously that's not true but again I, i've always been a proponent of of having i'd rather have bad information out there and then be disproven by better information but it's tough because if the president's doing it people People aren't going to read a scholarly article from from a, a high-end university uh, scholar who's been doing this research for 30 years. They're going to listen to the President of the United States. I mean, that was pr- proven with COVID. COVID was handled horribly by the government because everyone at the top of the government couldn't agree whether or not COVID was bad for the first seven months. It's going to keep going. And it's going to keep going. So, I don't, I mean, I think there's a big question there. Do, do, is it okay? And, and do we is our democracy so broken that we it doesn't matter who we vote for because it, people even Trump after after this is all done even though he's off Twitter now he's going to go give interviews and and he's going to have rallies he's going to make a bunch of money he's probably going to write another book he's probably going to go on you know Howard Stern and 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 I know Howard Stern doesn't like him anymore but you know he's still going to have platforms he's he could he could buy Newsmax or OAN and have his own Trump news station and that's a big implication. What 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 do we do with that? If it's spreading, I mean, Alex Jones is a good example. Infowars. Alex Jones has said things that are true. He said things that are very not true. Glenn Beck, same thing. Rush Limbaugh, same thing. But they still have airtime. They still talk. They still have mat- millions of listeners. And that those those existed well before when is when did social media really take off in 2004 with Facebook. Yeah. So what do we do? Do we go in there and center them and say, you can't say this? Or do we leave them and, to their own devices and let them essentially hang themselves with us agreeing as a society down the road in some way that here's better information and you're wrong. Um, I don't know. Or do we just kill the internet? <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's all right. The solar fail will come and, and knock
1: out all our electronics. It'll be fine. Yeah, there'll be a solar it'll solar a, a
0: Big, big leveler. Seriously, that would help. We're
1: in for a fun year.
0: We're in for a very fun year. Seriously, 2020 ended, and then five days into 2021. I know. 2021 just started. Yeah, no kidding. I've had a great year so far.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you got to a new new job. You got to be fantastic. Yes. Great week. I've been not paying attention to much of this either because I've just been so overwhelmed with people and new information. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I think, uh, I think now more than ever, we have to get back to a a place in which we can disagree about, you know, semantics and and whatnot, and and still be able to have a conversation with the bigger picture. But that requires us to embrace the values that this country is founded on that, you know, someone is not inherently bad if they have a different opinion. Someone is not evil if they are on the other side. Um, That's going to take a lot of willpower, though. You have to give people grace. You have to give people the room to learn and the room to apologize and the room to get better and the room to, you know, do their own research and and help them by giving them better sources of research. Just because someone that you know comes and says, oh, well, I read this online. Don't attack them. Don't belittle them. Because it's so easy for all of us, even myself. I I do research for a living. It's so easy for me to go on Facebook and see a news article and automatically think, holy, holy shit, that's happening? And I got to step back and say, well, wait a minute, there's a vetting process and spending that extra few minutes a day to, to, to make sure you're not just being a mouthpiece for bullshit is so important, but it's also important for those who do that to give them some room to, you know, step into their shoes and understand where they're coming from, whether it's good or bad, we've got to give ourselves more grace. We've got to understand that our democracy is only as strong as we are and the elected officials. You know, if we don't like them, we have to vote them out. We have to show up and we have to have these difficult conversations about, you know, electoral reform. Trump had every legal right to challenge the election until he didn't. And all the courts threw it out and he had no evidence. And that was that. And he lost. Um, But it's the way that we go about things, the rhetoric that we use when it comes around, you know, these taboo, hot-button issues. But it's tough. And I don't know what what they're saying. Come on, Alan, say new I will slap every single one of you with nuance. <laughs> nuance is my favorite word. I'm sorry.
1: My favorite word is travesty, and that applies to so many situations this last year.
0: That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. We need more nuance. <laughs> Any uh, anything else going on, or should we? Uh, I think we can call it. We can wrap it up. We had
1: a good run here. I mean, I, I mean, we we kind of got into this outside of the when it happened to it. it's like what do these people expect mm-hmm. like do, are they thinking that they're going to overturn this thing like are they legitimately oh. thinking that like they can get like, uh, the election results changed I want to bring up
0: that point because I, I actually had this thought if if Trump and his supporters actually in their heart of hearts thought that the election was stolen from them and this is a massive corruption whatever why, why does it seem so like Oh, we did one thing and that's it, time to go home. Why did why did like it feels like Trump if you're a Trump supporter and and Trump is telling you that this election was stolen and Trump has been kind of a wet noodle and just kind of espousing lies on Twitter rather than like doing anything. Wouldn't you think like if if this really is the time for rebellion, there would be a rebellion? Like why why is it only like a couple thousand of you idiots on Capitol Hill? Wouldn't it be more? Don't you think there'd be more there? I, I, I think that's just proof that this is just a bunch of bullshit. It's just a, it's just a reason for you all to have some fun, and then oh, okay, well, oh, well. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that it should. I'm just it's just it's so verifiably true that the election was not stolen, and you don't have anything to run on. That's why this didn't work.
1: I think I put it like I usually hear Tim Pool put it. it's like they're larping. Yeah, they're lar-
0: thank you. Just just like Antifa
1: was larping. Yeah, they're larping. Last summer. They're having fun. They're they're playing revolution.
0: Yeah. It, it's it, like, well, yeah, you, you play a revolution, you LARP, and you go and take an Instagram selfie by the Washington Monument and say, I'm in D.C. for Trump. I'm part of the movement. Shut up. Go home. <laughs> I, I, I mean, and that goes for any, like, literally, like you said, Antifa or, or, or Black Lives Matter or uh, people, who, people who are just part of the movement just to be a part of the movement. You are not helping. You're not doing anything. You're not, you're just creating more fog and, and, and it's, it's not helping the conversation. And we have to figure out how to get back to a place where we can actually have an honest talk. And I think it starts at the local level. I've said this multiple times. The president should not matter. It shouldn't be an existential fear that Trump or Biden win or Hillary Clinton wins. It should not be scare you to your core. You can be worried about certain policies, but don't. I mean, don't fear for your life. Focus on your community. Focus on those around you. Focus on your local elections, local elections, state elections. Obviously, corruption still exists, but that's a lot more easier to. to to control and, and and to hold accountable than the president. The president shouldn't have as much power as he does and Congress shouldn't be doing as much as they do. But here we are, celebritizing federal elections and causing a massive stir for an entire year. It's not good. That cultural shift has to happen. And and, and Trump is a populist who took advantage of it, took advantage of all of his voters. And uh, I really hope all of his voters will, at, at some point in the next few days, realize that this, this has to stop. Mm-hmm. You can. Su- I
1: don't.
0: My whole thing is though: you, you can support Trump's policies. You can you can say that a policy is good or bad. That's fine. Uh, we can disagree and agree and debate. But if you still support this guy as a person, as, as a man, his character, and think that he still is in the right, you're on the wrong side of history. And I'm sorry. That's just how it is. So, that's a good
1: way to go. Bob. Cool. Uh, we have the new unofficial potent conversation drinking game. This is finish your drink every time you, Alan says new ones or local. I swear to God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> we, should be, we should call we, this. We, we should end this live stream before I get made fun of more. I hate you all. <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. We all love you. Yes, man. we love you. Thank you. Uh, more to come, obviously. But, uh, yeah. Cheers, guys! I appreciate it, and uh, yeah,
1: thanks for joining us in this new year. Yes,
0: yeah. and on our uh, our, G- our redneck version of a live stream because technology is difficult. Yes. So, anyway, so thanks for patience, everybody. Yeah, appreciate it. Cheers. Thank you for joining the Kogan Conversation. Be sure to like, share, and follow us on all social media platforms. This podcast is available in video form on Facebook and YouTube, and audio on all platforms where podcasts are supported. Please consider supporting us on Patreon. Just a few bucks a month can really help us grow. Visit us online at www.thecoganconvo.com for more details.